T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We all know the stadium vote happening on April 2nd. We'll see what the result of the 3 8 cent sales tax extension is. Early voting is already underway. And yesterday when we were driving home, caught a little bit of, of Carrington's show. And he in the past had had some individuals from the Casey Tennant group on his show. I believe he reached out to them, but they, they chose next at week? this point not to do media interviews. Maybe next week. I have no idea why. Uh, the, the, the timing of that is next week instead of this week. But there was also a political committee that's formed uh, to fight the stadium sales tax extension called this is a unique name, Cody. The Committee Against New Royal Stadium Taxes. Um, no need to get creative with, with names for those. Just just go right after it. Uh, so that's been formed. Those appear to be the two biggest uh, organizations, groups, uh, that are going to have opposition and, and push for a no vote. We've talked so much about uh, the, the Royals' view on this thing, but there are multiple groups in town that obviously don't believe uh, that is the best path forward for the city, that the, the, the sales tax extension is not something that's good for the city as well. I, I think some of the concerns that, that have been out there are obvious, right? You, you and I discussed the site selection. I still think to this, like I will always say this, the East Village always made more sense than the current site that they're going to choose or they have chosen just because you weren't displacing businesses in that area because there really was like one or two. Whereas the Crossroads site, there's a 20-plus property owners, what, 80-plus businesses that are going to be impacted yeah, a lot. by this. That was always my thing with the East Village site compared to the, the KC Star slash Crossroads site. Yeah, I, and So that's go- a valid concern. If your concern is that, hey, there's a lot of small businesses that are going to be impacted, I'm, I'm 100% with you. I think that that is their biggest hurdle remaining. Absent just sending out the videos of Patrick Mahomes saying, vote yes right. on April 2nd. And Bobby Wood Jr. saying, vote yes to a new stadium. I'm assuming those ads will start running any time would be my Probably presumption. Probably a month out. Probably once we get a month out. Fine. I mean, early voting already exists, as we right. mentioned yesterday. You could start early voting as of uh, Friday if yeah. you were set up to do so in Jackson County. I think the biggest hurdle is going to be how do they work with these businesses in a way that does not ruin all public um, friendliness over it? Look, there's going to be people who hate that these businesses have to move no matter what. You can't win them over. You can win over the people that are saying, hey, we understand that part of moving this stadium here and working with the city is that they also wanted you to choose this site, not the East Village site, which is displacing this. This isn't just the Royals saying, we want to displace all these businesses. There were other businesses and other big players at play, unfortunately, that did not want the East Village site, including the companies that run Power and Light. So in being put into this area, which the Royals are obviously fine with, 
They're going to have to displace his businesses. That to, that to me is the biggest hurdle. How do you do this without looking, without that much egg on your face? There's no way to look like the hero here. There's no way for you to look all that good. You were displacing businesses that at, don't want, presumably, don't want to move. And at minimum, like where they are. at minimum, you have to have, you know, good faith negotiations and, and fair market value offerings for said property owners, which you, you would like to believe that's what, what is going to happen. And I hope that's ultimately what that occurs. Uh, but they don't they don't have all the land acquired yet, and that's that's still ongoing and something they're going to have to accomplish. And you hope that it never gets down the road to where there has to be any sort of imminent domain situation. Uh, hopefully, they're able to come up with fair market uh, sale of said property that the Royals are seeking for their stadium site. And we know the target is a opening day of of twenty twenty eight. You know, they're the the KC tenant group. What's interesting that I, I, they put out like a statement. Uh, earlier this week, a, a long statement, and you can find it on social media. And there was one point, I'll just read you this one paragraph. And this part, I like. this is where I, I, I wonder, why, why wouldn't you take this opportunity? And, and you'll, it'll make sense in a second. So there's a, there's a part of their statement that they put out. And it says, John Sherman, the Royals ownership, have withheld critical information from the public, waiting until a week before early voting to announce their location. They have made no substantial commitments to the community. KC Tenants has been invited to discuss the project. But we have refused to engage in negotiations while details of the deal remain inaccessible to the public. Negotiations without transparency are not negotiations at all. They are a sham. So they're not, they have been invited to, to talk with the team. Now, you can read into it and whether or not they actually would, would be negotiating as much as it is to um, just to meet with them. But when you're trying to come out with these statements, Cody, as an organization and, and voice your opposition to a project, if you're given an opportunity to meet with said party that you're opposing... Take the meeting. You're not taking the meeting, at least? That makes no sense to me. Like, I, I, I'm not questioning their full intentions, but, like, at the same time, Cody, if you are trying to accomplish something... Meeting is better than wh- not. Meeting. How are you not meeting? Just, just sending out statements on social media and, for at least this week, refusing to do interviews and, for whatever reason, deciding to wait a week to do said interviews, but you won't even meet with the party that you are clearly against when they're offering you to meet? That doesn't make any sense to me. No. If you're in opposition of it, and there are plenty of people who are then you have to, like, to me, you have to take it. You have to take any opportunity to garner any information and to take any meeting. And you can sit in there and say, we don't like your plan. We don't like that you're displacing businesses. We don't like you taking public funds for uh, private businesses. All that I understand. I think Carrington made a really good point yesterday on the show, which is the one missing element where if you get hung up on the public-private partnership stuff, and we can go all the way back on this, um... I've told you before how I would vote if it were up to me based on the public funding of private stadiums. I would vote no because of that. All of those things from a personal reason. But it's like the one thing to not keep in mind is it is still a valuable asset to the city. It is still means something to have a professional baseball team, whether you want to admit it or not. And for me to live, the reason why I choose to live in this city or would choose to live in other cities in part is because of things that are available to me in those cities. Sports teams, museums, entertainment options. That's part of why you choose a city, choose to live in a city, love being in a city, is the things that are available to you inside of it. I think the Royals and the Chiefs fall under that umbrella. I don't want to lose sight of that as it comes to like looking at these stadium projects and the importance of these teams to the city. Yeah, and I know that there's been a lot of studies done on the direct economic impact that it has, and, and some of the numbers have been misleading when they've been when used in other situations in other cities as well. But what you just said there, I think, is, is key. I mean, the the 
the situation you and I talked about while we were in Vegas, actually, to so many different people on air and off air about where this city stood at the time and the momentum and the heater with the, the new airport, yeah. the World Cup matches, all these. A lot of those things can be contributed to the fact that we have two professional sports teams in this city. A lot of the progress can. I'm not trying to tell you that. Uh, not all of it. Pu- pu- yes, public private, that public private partnerships um, don't have serious cons to. Uh, what it means, right? In a perfect world, I, I do believe, of course, that there wouldn't be a public part of it. It would be completely private funded, privately funded. No, no doubt about that. But I, I think we also recognize when we talk about this city and when we're in other cities and we talk about Kansas City and how do people recognize our city right now, a huge chunk of that is the sports momentum that is happening in this town. Yeah, World Cup, soccer capital, and the Chiefs currently. And in 2015 would have been the Royals as well included in that mix. I get it. I mean, I understand. Um, I understand some of the opposition. I really do. But I mean, I you know when I look at the project as a whole, I understand why it makes sense and why it's good for the city and why it's good for baseball in this city and why I love baseball in this city and want it to continue to grow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.